the pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. This is the perfect time of year. If you're going to have any paving done around your home, really improve the look of it. Well, you want to call J. Perry Paving, letter J, J. Perry Paving today at 732-1730, 732-1730. You can find them online, letter J, J. Perry Paving.com. They're also on Facebook. J. Perry Paving, residential, commercial, seal coating, patios. What a difference it makes how aesthetically pleasing it is. Folks, invest in your home, invest in your property, your business. J. Perry Paving, provide high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. Hey, they'll offer a free estimate, any project. What a difference it makes. You can have a beautiful home, but if you have a cracked driveway or some different cracks or just maybe it hasn't been done in a while, call J. Perry Paving today. This is also a great time of year to have that patio done, seal coating, residential, commercial, J. Perry Paving. Call them 401 732 1730. They're the best. 732 1730. It's incredible. Asphalt paving, whether it's a brand new project or maybe it's just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed. It's affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing, looks beautiful. Hey, and the snow melts right off it. J. Perry Paving. Call them for a free quote. Maybe just thinking about it, this is the perfect time. Have that driveway done, patio done, J. Perry Paving. Call them, 732-1730, 401-732-1730, J. Perry Paving. Look for them online at J, letter J, jperrypaving.com, and also on Facebook. Well, good afternoon. It's Sean DePietro. Again, folks, uh, AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipetro.com. This portion of our program, I want to welcome them in. R.E. Coogan Heating, helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Explore their services, 24-hour emergency service, full plumbing, heating, AC service, 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562. R.E. Coogan Heating, helpful, trustworthy, reliable. And you can have a direct link right through at dipetro.com. Now, there's a lot of developments with the story in Providence. And I think it's very helpful to hear Tim Dodd, our attorney, his perspective on it. Also going to be the latest on the Trump campaign, but very, very importantly, uh, exactly what's involved with this situation uh, with the Providence police and this uh, accident that caused so much unrest last week. So we're going to uh, bring that to you, folks. I want to replay that and then also because um, it's just the legal element of that is very important. Uh, for you to hear on this Monday. And then also, uh, I listen, President Trump is moving in. I think he's gaining good ground. It's too bad there isn't a third debate because uh, Joe Biden just doesn't seem up to it. But we're going to bring all of that to you. And uh, again, folks, there's so much information. If you want to see some of the video, and then people are asking about this talk about a possible purge, the Providence purge, purge of Providence, that there's all these rumors flying, go to the website, dipetro.com. And you can see exactly uh, like what everything is talking about. And again, dipetro.com, uh, don't forget, is brought to you by Allstate Lock, experts in locking systems, building security, residential, commercial, car keys, security cameras, allstatelock.com, or call them at 
3490042 all state lock experts in locking systems and building security and on top of that now listen many of you see me out there and you see that i am in fact uh you know dealing with the protesters in there and so many people say to me you know john DePetro, I, I worry about you when you go but i want you to understand before i go and cover these and you should do the same thing visit surplus provisions pontiac avenue in cranston folks they have everything look for them on facebook surplus provisions pontiac avenue they have body armor they have pepper spray all sizes listen to me everyone should be carrying pepper spray right now by the way they also have ammo everything nine millimeter 556 they have food storage they have enough for six months supply of food storage they have bug out bags if you've ever seen breaking bad that's a, a bug out bag it's like a go bag they have um backpacks they have great personal service they're so unique in rhode island and i am just so impressed with everything that they have so stop in see great staff frank or tanya or kyle again and people say to me that pepper spray in stock available all sizes large and small great to have in your car purse carry on your belt they stock wise food storage wise freeze-dried food shelf life up to 25 years come in uh, stackable uh, buckets but then they have a uh, pistol rifle rated body armor wide selection plates to choose from various body armor options and then of course they're getting shipments in every week of uh, different types of ammo so stop in and see them it's like no other store and you know what they bring they and i tell this that they bring you peace of mind surplus provisions right on pontiac avenue in cranston uh which is i think it's about maybe two mile mile for off of uh, 95 surplus provisions pontiac avenue in cranston folks stop in and uh, they'll give you everything you need and they will bring you most of all peace of mind i really want to appeal to uh, anyone that is listening uh at least stop in and get pepper spray and you're going to see some other things that you have you're going to feel more secure you're going to feel safe surplus provisions i can't say enough good things about how terrific they are they're helpful and they're also open seven days a week surplus provisions pontiac avenue and cranston all right a lot more ahead leave it right here on the john DePetro show this winter you can depend on henry oil call them today 401-521-0200 make henry oil make the switch make henry oil your reliable affordable fuel oil delivery company 401-521-0200 residential commercial fuel oil delivery fuel oil diesel gasoline reliable affordable fuel oil delivery it's henry oil serving most of rhode island and southeastern mass call them today 401-521-0200 remember with henry oil automatic delivery budget plans service contracts lock and cap pricing check out their website henryoil.com or call them today 401-521-0200 henry oil since 1947 they have a great family history and they are just terrific you can depend on carmine and Lori and the great folks at henry oil call them today 401-521-0200 check them out online at henryoil.com residential and commercial fuel oil delivery service contracts budget plans reliable affordable fuel oil delivery serving most of rhode island and southeastern mass it's henry oil call them 401-521-0200 this winter 
I'm asking you to switch to Henry Oil online at henryoil.com. Attention business owners. In today's world, customers judge you by your website. And for most people, their first introduction to your business or company is your website. Karen Etchells at InnoVest is here to help. Give her a call at 401-321-2799. Hey, now it's 2020. You got to freshen up that old website design that Al Gore invented. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. JKL Engineering, call them today, 401-351-7600, 401-351-7600 for JKL Engineering. This time of year, the temperature, it's getting chilly, it's getting cold. When are you going to first put on your heat? Call JKL Engineering, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Remember, estimates are free, financing is available for both residential and commercial Hey, face it, whether we like it or not, the heating season is here. Let J.K. Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system. Energy-efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. If you're saying no gas, guess what? No problem. Let J.K. Engineering design and install high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, they can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market, and they also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. JKL, licensed Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, for over 50 years, JKL's reputation, second to none, especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. JKL, an approved National Grid VPI installer. They're also a Navient-certified factory dealer. Call JKL today for system replacement, oil to gas, or for heat pump. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call JKL Engineering at 401-351-7600. I'll give you that number again, 401-351-7600. JKL, they'll keep you cool in the summertime, warm in the wintertime. Estimates are free, financing is available, and the highest rebates on the market. Call JKL Engineering, 401-351-7600. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11, we go till 2, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, Time for our legal segment with me, one of Rhode Island's top attorneys. He is our uh, legal expert, Rhode Island attorney, Tim Dodd. And Tim, I want to start off, so today... Later today, I got a um, received a email. The Gonzalez family is going to meet with Attorney General Peter Narona, and this was sent out by Jude Carrison of Carnes and Carrison, Providence and Middletown. Um, what what uh what what exactly is happening here? Where Attorney General Peter Narona, who who was at the press briefing yesterday at the Providence Public Safety Complex, who was actually even there on Monday, but uh, making this very public meeting with the the family of Jamal Gonzalez, and then uh, the family is going to be available, I believe, after that 
meeting, very high profile with the press. Uh, what can you? What is? What what exactly is happening here? I, I think it's just good public relations by Peter Narona um, on the side of the um, gentleman who got injured. Uh, his dad seems to be taking a very measured approach here. You know, calling for um, protests, but calling for nonviolent protest. Obviously, his wishes were not followed by the protesters um, that, you know, 19 people got arrested, which I'm sure we'll talk about. But the dad seems to be attempting to take a ground of some, let's wait and see, let's not beget what might be an improper act with more improper acts. Um, so you're going to give the dad some credit. Peter Narona has nothing to lose. It's a good PR for him to be, you know, um, respectful to the family, respectful for, to the dad, and to go in with uh, the dad and the attorneys that the family has hired. Um, it's good PR for the law firm. Um, maybe they'll get some assurances that they'll be um, provided information as it becomes available, maybe faster than the general public, um, maybe not. Uh, so far, there's no good video here showing exactly what happened. The open question is, did obviously did this police cruiser bump the uh, moped, causing it to lose control? Um, clearly, this um, cruiser, John, has other physical damages because the cruiser apparently hit a stop sign post yes. and knocked the stop sign down. Um, one doesn't know whether or not that stop sign or that pole had any involvement in what ultimately happened to Mr. Andrade, but um, whether or not the, the cruiser hit the moped might be obscured by other physical damages that um, um, were caused by the stop sign. Now, I presume that either through the state police or the Providence Police Department, they'll have hopefully an experienced accident reconstructionist looking at all of this and trying to ascertain what points of contact might have occurred. Um, the video that first appeared did make it appear that the cruiser in question really sped up as it was taking that right-hand turn following this moped. But whether the moped independently lost control or whether the moped was bumped by the cruiser um, is an unanswered question at this point. So for those who are saying we need justice for Jamal, that may or may not be the case. Um, and typically the first narrative that gets out there is the one that sticks. So right. whether or not down the line it's proven that uh, the cruiser didn't hit the moped um, those protesting and those who have um, um, bought into or want to believe that there was uh, contact will never be shaken from that. And then the next narrative becomes there was a police cover-up. If the accident reconstructionists or, or the better video show up to show that the, the cruiser hit the moped, that's going to tell the tale. Now, that doesn't presume... Um, that the police hit this particular guy because of his sex, his age, his ethnicity, or anything else. If you look at the video, 
um, there were hundreds and hundreds of these mopeds passing uh, police cruisers, surrounding them, harassing them, intimidating them, almost goading them to give chase or to do something improper. They're videoing every second of this civil disobedience that they engage in, hoping for a moment. I don't think this is the moment they were hoping for, but every one of these protests is being you know, captured on video in a very sophisticated way. And they're culling and culling and culling for anything they can find that's going to show anything that could be interpreted, interpreted as police misconduct. Um, it's, it's a very um, potent mix for um, inflammatory situations. But again, I think that uh, the victim's dad here is um, behaving appropriately. His messaging is appropriate. Um, you got to give him credit that he's not out there, you know, um, beating his chest, you know, demanding justice. I think he's willing to let the facts play out. And I, I think at the end of the day, John, I think there is going to be some police involvement. Sorry to say, but I think there is. Um, wh what do we know about this law firm, uh, Carnes and Carrison? Um, the Carnes, um, the, the senior partner oh. of the Carnes firm has been a lawyer. Was oh, that Bob Carnes? Yes, it's probably he's been a lawyer oh, for okay. probably over 40 oh, yeah. years. A very remember he used to do the weekly segment with uh, Carolyn Fox way back on HJJ. Oh, I didn't realize now it's yes. Carnes and uh, Carrison. Bob Carnes and his two daughters, and I believe the okay. two daughter, one or two of the daughters' husbands. One of them is married to Carrison, and um, that's the firm. So it's a very experienced personal injury firm. They know what they're doing. Yep. Um, they're not strangers to this type of situation, and. Um, that's who the family has chosen to represent them. I'm sure they'll do a good job. And um, getting this high-profile meeting generates publicity for the firm, generates publicity for the family, and generates good publicity for the attorney general's office. It's attorney general. It's a win-win all the way around. Tim, uh, they're going to hold a press a briefing immediately uh, following their meeting with Attorney General Peter DeRota. Uh, if you were a member of the media and were there, what do you think would be a fair question to ask them? Did you learn anything new? What do you think okay. happened? Do you have a theory as to how this occurred? Um, yep. And certainly if the attorneys and the family are um, playing it straight and not fanning the flames of discontent, I guess the right answer is we're taking a wait-and-see approach. Um, yep. We have reasonable suspicions about police involvement in this or perhaps improper conduct on the part of the officer operating the cruiser that seems to be at issue, um, but we've got to wait and see. I think the video also captures after the, um, the, the moped driver lost control and got injured that one of the cops can be seen almost dragging him from the scene away, which seemed like a very inhumane way to treat a seriously injured person. So that's yep. certainly generating negative publicity for the police department. Um, as we've said many times, every move everyone makes, you must presume that you're being captured on video. And I'm sure the cop who was dra dragging um, um, the victim away would like a do-over because uh, that didn't show the police department in the best light, unfortunately.
that was one of the videos that really hit social media. Folks, by the way, those listing it is, I have it up on petro.com. Tim, of the two videos released yesterday, what do you make of the first one? See all these bikes going by, and then at the very end, you see Jamal going by. It would seem that he, you know, kind of gives the finger, so to speak, to someone, and then all of a sudden the, the police car comes out and and begins. That's the first time he enters the frame, and then the police car enters the frame. We don't see the necessarily the crash in that. Because whoever was filming then pans left and they're inside their home, I believe. But what, what do you make of the fact that the police um, released that particular video? I, I think there's no way they can suppress any of these videos. They've got to get it out there. Um, it does seem that this cruiser was targeting Jamal because as all these mopeds were going straight, Jamal took a right in this one cruiser in a very high-speed right-hand turn, followed Jamal onto the side street. It appears that the cruiser was going fast enough that he could have lost control. Maybe he you know, was ticked off and wanted to intimidate the moped operator. Maybe the officer lost control, and maybe the officer was completely under control and never hit the, hit the guy. We don't know yet. But it's, it's just a very distressing situation because police are under such siege, as we've all seen, that it's, it's like poking a bear. So these protesters poke the bear. Usually the bear would swat back at them and they would stop poking. But now they can continue to poke and prod and poke and prod. And they say, hey, we're not going to get a reaction from the bear here. So we're going to get more and more aggressive in our challenge to authority. And this hundreds of mopeds um, going down the street, um, zigging and zagging between police vehicles, taunting the cops, giving the cops the finger, you know, looking for a challenge, looking for a confrontation. Um, the cops are really in an untenable position because these protesters have been allowed um, to become more and more aggressive, throwing rocks at cops, shooting fireworks at cops. And it seems to me from the top down, the mayor's office should be far more aggressive in allowing law enforcement to enforce the laws. And that's simply not happening right now. So I think we're going to start to see more and more of this it's exactly what happened in Seattle. It's exactly what's happened in Portland and other municipalities where if there's no pushback from law enforcement and if there's no pushback from the mayor or the city council or anyone else in authority, um, the protesters are more and more emboldened to do more and more um, uh, violent things. It's just not a good trajectory that you see happening right now. And I presume the mayor's going to do something at some point, but so far, nothing. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, last night, very dramatic. I was on Elmwood Avenue in a section of uh, Park Avenue, Elmwood Avenue, Cranston Police. That and a lot more with attorney Tim Dodd right here on the John DePietro Show. What's the point of having an appliance if it doesn't work properly or maybe you have problems with it? I'll tell you what you should do. As I like to say, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401 410 
7096. Easy to remember. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401 710 7096. I've used Ryan on several occasions, whether it's for your washing machine or maybe your dryer or the refrigerator or your stove or oven or microwave, any appliance. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, 401 710 7096. I was having a problem with our our clothes dryer. What would happen? It wouldn't turn on. No way they were going to dry the clothes. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair. He fixed that in about five minutes. Then the oven wouldn't heat up. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. He fixed, the, he fixed the, the oven in about five minutes. Folks, call them. All work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor. Senior citizens discounts are available and Saturday appointments are available. Come on, call Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401 710 96. Attention business owners. In today's world, customers judge you by your website. And for most people, their first introduction to your business or company is your website. Karen Etchells at InnoVast is here to help. Give her a call at 401-321-2799. Hey, now it's 2020. You got to freshen up that old website design that Al Gore invented. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVast Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. You want to stay as healthy as you possibly can. And one of the ways you can do that is if you stop in and see my friend Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 305-3585, 305-3585. Stop in at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. I'll bet you've driven past that old church many different times. Now is your chance to stop in. And what are you going to find? Well, Marie is so incredible. It's My Health. It helps you with your health, your family's health. Vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies who understand quality, integrity, local products like a kai berry, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum. At It's My Health at 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, you're going to find over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas. And folks, Marie is so knowledgeable. These are all natural ingredients you want to put when you're uh, put involved as ingredients when you're cooking and it's so healthy for you and your family, plus hemp and CBD products for oral and topical use. They have vitamins for children. They're going to keep you healthy. It's my health. Stop it and see Marie. Pop by 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 305-3585. What an incredible store, incredible selection. She is so knowledgeable. Just pop in. Swing in. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. We're speaking with attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, uh, protests continued last night. And this was interesting. They started in Providence. Then they start going to what is now the crash site. So they're going there. And they, it's not just protesters. 
started around 40, then it grew to about 60. They pick up people sometimes as they walk along that are just like start to join them in. Then you have some of the bikes. This was interesting. As they are coming up Elmwood Avenue towards Park Avenue, Cranston police set up all their cars and block Elmwood Avenue. Basically, like there was a wall of police cars and police and saying that you're not coming into Cranston. Some of the protests initially, you know, this is a public street. I have a right. What, what, do you, what do you make of that last night? Because I, as someone that has followed this, now this is the first time it's kind of veered out of Providence. But Cranston police set up a wall. You're, you're not coming. And they stopped them. They did not go into Cranston. Well, these protesters are um, not all of them, but these events have led to uh, arrests for criminal conduct. Um, it was a large number of people. Uh, there were lots of these mopeds. It was going to be a very difficult situation to control. Um, I'm sure that under the emergency powers that police departments are typically granted, um, the chief in Cranston, Chief Winquist, I'm sure, said, you know, it's not going to happen in my city and wow. set up this wall. Um, will there be any potential claims of civil rights violations? I, I don't think so. Um, I think that Cranston knew this was coming and they were proactive and one doesn't know yet if the mayor sanctioned what the police department did, but um, it worked. And I think it sends out a message that so far Providence has been unable to send. Um, the cops in Providence are somewhat handcuffed and handcuffed in how they can react to these situations. They're doing the best they can under the circumstances. Oh yeah. So I, I think Cranston did the right thing. And I think that they would not do this unless they consider that they had the emergency power um, to quell a potential riot situation. Now, see, that's interesting. Now, and, and in, in high, as much as the protesters initially were like, hey, this is a public road. I have a right to there. And they were not bending. But, Tim, going back to the Providence situation, instead of allowing the protesters to come right up to the public safety complex, I, I think I realized they, they could. <laughs> Right at, uh, you know, Dean Street and Westminster, I, I guess they could set up a barrier like, no, this road is closed. You're not coming down here. They could. Um, yeah, they don't seem to. Well, and, you know, that ratchets up the anger. It inflames the situation. Um, yeah. And, you know, the conduct of the police department comes in part, in large part, from the direction of the administration, and sure. I, I think the cops are on their own right now. Yeah. Now, I want to um, come back to, as you know, there's the press conference yesterday, but then there's a lot of discussion with different police uh, conversations that I end up having with members of law enforcement. The police are saying that that the cruiser, this is not official. I'm not saying this is at the top. Police officers I'm talking to, their opinion is that he did not hit him. The, on Sunday night after this happened, and folks, again, we're talking about the Jamal Gonzalez, and this was Sunday night in the Providence Police Cruiser. And from the back, they're saying it's almost like in a football game where you can't tell on the angle. The protesters, Black Lives Matter, they're all saying Jamal's going along, and this Providence Police Cruiser comes up and rams him from behind and literally rams him into the wall. Now, the video they showed yesterday, and for those that want to see it, I did break it out on 
the website, dipetro.com, frame by frame. Tim, they're saying, this is what they're saying that, that I've been told. And again, I'm not saying at the top. I don't want people to misunderstand from the spokesperson or anything like that. But that something that, that was important, Tim Dodd, in that video they did release that no one had mentioned is this. You don't see it from the back video that was released that everyone, when you saw the, the other video where it pans away and then all of a sudden you hear the screeching and the crash. There's a red car parked on that side, on that street, and there's nothing wrong with the red car parked on the street. Now, if if Jamal was trying to take the corner and you can't see it from necessarily uh, the street view, because then there was also a police car pulling out. He was then in a position, you see it on the video on the website that they released yesterday, where he's either it's seemingly going to do. He has a couple options. One is he would crash directly into this red car parked legally on the street on Bissell Street. Two is he could try to swerve around it going onto the sidewalk. It looks like he's too far and he can't totally cut it to avoid the car. So his only option is the sidewalk. The video yesterday, the cruiser is still behind him. What I have been told is they're saying is the police cruiser hit the stop sign. He hits the wall. The cruiser hits the stop sign. He does lose control of the vehicle, the Providence police officer. And the stop sign, like a domino, boom, it's the stop sign that hit him in the head. And that's what caused such a severe injury. And I think any good accident reconstructionist would be able to deter. I've heard this same theory. Um, So if the stop sign or the signpost were to have struck Jamal, did it hit him in the head? Did it hit him like on the shoulder, which caused him to lose control? I mean, we just don't know. It's going to be a forensic investigation. What what I don't really understand is as all these other mopeds were going straight, Jamal decided to take this hard right. And again, I think yeah. he, he was committed at a high rate of speed. And you're right. Maybe he had a choice of hitting the sidewalk or hitting the car. But it's also questionable why the cop at a high rate of speed um, clearly going so fast that he couldn't control the cruiser. Why was he giving chase? What was unique about this guy that he felt he needed to take a real hard right at a high rate of speed to continue chasing him? Um, That doesn't mean he hit him. That doesn't mean he had bad intent. I'm sure at some point with an internal affairs investigation, the officer operating that cruiser is going to have to state his cases, what he was doing and why. Um, There is, who knows if there's more video from folks out there in the neighborhood or from surveillance or security cameras. There's also going to be, I'm sure some video from um, the officers with their body cams. Um, Who knows if that will by chance happen to catch the actual event of this moped losing control and what caused it to lose control. That's, that's a shot in the dark. Who knows if we're going to have anything on the body cams, but that's, I think the next area that the police will be combing through very carefully. Now, Tim Dodd, I mean, at some point it's, you know, we're going to exhaust that. Then they're, they're going to hit the limit where there's, there is no more video. Um, but do you, do you believe, and again, we'll have to go back and see, but 
based on what we've seen to this point, are you observing that there was police error? I I think that the decision to take that hard right to chase a moped. um, Yeah. You know, this was. Well, he came out, he came out and went left on Elmwood and then it was the right. And he was going to take that corner. But if there was, if a police vehicle is in hot pursuit, it's called hot pursuit where you're engaged yep. in a high-speed chase because someone just robbed a bank or someone might have have a kidnapped kid in the car or whatever, and there's a recent felony that's occurred, uh, police can um, engage in hot pursuit at high speeds. I don't know what crime or what need there was, if this cop can articulate what criminal conduct Jamal might have been engaged in, which would have authorized this high-speed chase. If the cop was just ticked off because he had been flipped off and said, oh, really? I'll show you. Um, yeah. then that would be reckless conduct on the officer's part. That could result in a charge yeah. of driving to endanger personal injuries resulting. Um, you don't know. Um, I don't think there's going to be charges brought against this officer anytime soon. You know, if there's no conclusive video, you know, I can see this getting referred to a grand jury to let the grand jurors come out with a conclusion. And of course, if there's um, no true bill, um, that will just further infuriate um, the protesters as it has with other situations where cops have not been indicted by grand juries. Um, the, those who are, are um, protesting just will not accept any other conclusion, no matter what the facts are, than what they think should be the case, which is kind of unfortunate. Folks, again, another quick break. Back a lot more. Our legal expert, Attorney Tim Dodd, right here on the John DePietro Show. We're in an accident. Someone hits your vehicle. It's damaged in some way. Pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. You could be dealing with a drunk driver, someone not paying attention. How about the people texting and driving? If you ever damage your vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Several reasons. One, they'll handle everything for you. Two, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. And three, they'll make your car. It'll look like it just rolled out of the showroom. West Fountain Auto Body. Call them, 401 272 3340. Did someone damage your vehicle? Whether it's a small fender bender or nearly totaled vehicle, West Fountain will restore your vehicle, get it back on the road. Call them today, 401-272-3340. And remember, if you're having an accident, first thing you want to do, call the police, fill out a police report. If the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain, 401-272-3340. Attention business owners. In today's world, customers judge you by your website. And for most people, their first introduction to your business or company is your website. Karen Etchells at InnoVest is here to help. Give her a call at 401-321-2799. Hey, now it's 2020. You got to freshen up that old website design that Al Gore invented. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive 
a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional, and she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Brothers Disposal. Call them today, 401-688-0517. Brothers Disposal. Look for them on Facebook. They have a great page, yellow and purple, Laker colors, Brothers Disposal, they'll put a dumpster in your driveway. Maybe are you doing a small household construction project or maybe some project around your home? Call Brothers Disposal. Let's get a dumpster in the driveway. Or maybe you're deciding to do a little bit of a fall clean out, get rid of some of your unwanted belongings. Folks, whether it's in the garage, the basement, or the attic, call Brothers Disposal today. 401-688-0517. They'll put a dumpster in your driveway. Come on, brother. With Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11, we go till 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Well, folks, it's time for our, uh, joining me right now, he is law enforcement expert, is Raymond Pigatori. And Ray, we're going to get right into it. Obviously, uh, the big story, and it involves law enforcement, but it happened Sunday night, six o'clock. It was on Elmwood Avenue. Everyone, I think, kind of knows about now. We got a lot of video on it, and um, there's a lot of different elements to it. But I'd like to um, just hear you kind of break down uh, your interpretation of the events of of Sunday night, and take your time and uh, and where it leads us right now. Well, John, the uh, the events leading up to it were, um, you know, that that was a recipe for disaster to begin with. To allow or uh, watch or stand by or stand down, you know, uh, crowds of motorcycles driving uh, at will. Uh, those registered, unregistered, ATVs, uh, whatever you want to call them. Uh, just taking up the road and driving uh, as if they they own the entire street, putting life uh, uh, at jeopardy, and the police trying to uh, cordon them off and basically keep the public safe. And when they're pursuing bikes uh, or following bikes, not necessarily chasing them, and then with that tragic accident that did happen, you know you, you'll see various angles of the video uh again that's left left up to interpretation because people will interpret that as they as they will uh and not necessarily uh look at the facts of what uh, is transpiring there i'd like to go to um on my website uh com, and i think ray maybe you had a chance to see but i broke down the frame by frame and they obviously had the you know big press conference and the problem is, this is one of those things where, um, unfortunately, you know, word gets out. I mean, let, let's talk exactly what happened. Uh, on Sunday night, there were some people that recorded on their cell phones what happened. They immediately put it out, and the word that started to take off was that this, uh, you know, Jamal Gonzalez, who's, who's um, riding 
on on his bike, a Providence police officer, they're saying purposely rammed him from behind, propelled him into the wall. And that's why he is then in in the hospital. And then, uh, you know, Tuesday night, they had a press briefing on Monday. They had another press briefing on, on Wednesday. But, Ray, when, when you – if you look at the – and I try to do kind of a frame-by-frame – but if you look at the footage that they obtained from a camera, a security camera, I believe it's on the side of it, a little bit down the street, it, it tells a different story because a, a stop sign was knocked over. And I mean, you tell me, but the way it looks is there's, there's a red car parked on the side. The person on the scooter, um, who, by the way, earlier had kind of been zigzagging in around them and almost playing, you know, like a game, taunting them, so to speak. But anyhow, um, it looks as he goes to try to take the corner. He is unable to because of of the house, because of the car. It, it looks to me like he reaches the wall and then the cruiser hits the stop sign which, by the way, from what we understand, and maybe you've heard, but I, I've heard the stop sign is what they say. It was almost like a domino, like, boom, hit the stop sign. That's what really clocked him in the head. It, it looks as if that the cruiser did not uh, bash him or, you know, crash into him from behind, propelling him. into the, It looks like he reached the wall and then. The cruiser kind of came in and did go up on the sidewalk and maybe lost control a little bit, but that the, the 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 cruiser did not, in fact, project him into the wall. You you tell me on on what you saw, um, John. For what I saw, again, you're looking at a camera on that side street. Um, you know, you you're gonna have to break that down, and obviously, professionals will break it down to frame by frame. Um, I don't, what I saw is the police cruiser striking the, the stop sign. I did see the cruiser behind the, uh, the uh, person driving the scooter uh, as he's trying to take the right. The other police cars taking a left that could have uh, hampered the driver of the scooter, his ability to handle the scooter. Uh, I didn't think that the car turning, the police car turning left onto him would have um, was a, a big factor. And you know, again, this, the whole thing was a recipe for disaster. Um, whether you're seeing frame by frame, to the, did it appear to me that this cruiser purposely struck the individual? I, I do not believe that. But I would say at this point, let cooler heads prevail, send the thing out to either the FBI or to a, a, a company that specializes that they can you know, show the frame by frame let it, the investigation unfold and, and then let it take its place. Uh, you're getting protests that are happening that, the, you know, they're asking for justice for uh, Jamile. And um, again, let it take its place and, and go from there. The protests that are happening now, they're totally out of hand. You know, people throwing bottles at the police cars, at the police officers. Several police officers have been hurt. Police canines have been hurt. So where is this, you know, justice for anybody at this point? If if uh, the 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 streets are being overtaken by these individuals, 
and and um and again, folks, we're speaking with uh, Raymond Picatori uh, on the John DePietro show, and, and and Ray, our connection. If you could just finish that last thought, because the connection did break up just a, a little bit. I, what um, I'm saying, and I apologize for the uh, the interruption. Yeah, that's right. Just go ahead. Is, is the people are uh, they're out there protesting in, in a way that is not peaceful. It is not lawful when they're they're throwing uh, objects at police officers, injuring police officers injuring uh, the canines, the police canines, um, you know, and they're asking for justice. Well, you know, where is the justice when you're committing an unlawful act uh, out of what you're saying is a peaceful protest, not you, these individuals? Um, you know, again, let the authorities. All right. But l- let me just jump in. That we, That's not going to happen. We Absolutely. Not gonna happen. Happen. We're seeing the events. So I, I, I'm. I'm not saying you don't make sense, but that's not happening. And that hasn't happened this week. But I, based on what you've seen, to put right now, based on what you've seen and looked at, does it look to you like the cruiser hit the scooter projecting it into the wall? It does not. It does not. Okay. Now, I have spoken with different Providence police officers off the record, Ray, and in, they tell me he did not hit him. They don't think he hit him. Now, they, they they may feel that it's inconclusive, but I, I, I'm in agreement with you. But, it, it, you know, look at look at what has happened since then, because it, it, it looks like they have not been able to, you know, get out in front of this and put it put it out. And we're, and we're going to. Come back to that, folks, in just a moment. Again, um, Raymond Picatori, a law enforcement expert, right here on the John DePietro Show. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, located 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Stop it and see Ron and Melissa. First of all, how about free coffee for police and military? Ron's Pastry Gourmet, you're going to find incredible selection. Now, they are right off of Silver Spring Street right near the cellos, and then next to AAA in Providence. Look for them on Facebook, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. But you can find them, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, right near Branch Avenue, but right around the corner from cellos, and inside, well, sausage and peppers, eggplant, all delicious calzones, meatball calzones, Philly cheesesteak calzones, pepperoni and cheese calzones, pizza strips, and then the most delicious cannolis, brownies, Delicious cakes. They'll make a special cake for you. And also the Trump chocolate-covered donuts, Trump soda, and also Trump cupcakes. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, the number one bakery in Rhode Island. Stop it and see them. 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Look for them on Facebook. They're right around the corner from Cellos, right off of Silver Spring Street and right near Branch Avenue. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Ron and Melissa, they're right near the AAA location in Providence, Stop in and see them. You're going to love it. Get some of those Trump chocolate-covered donuts. And they salute our police and military, Ron's Pastry Gourmet.
Attention business owners. In today's world, customers judge you by your website. And for most people, their first introduction to your business or company is your website. Karen Etchells at InnoVest is here to help. Give her a call at 401-321-2799. Hey, now it's 2020. You got to freshen up that old website design that Al Gore invented. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. This winter, you can depend on Henry Oil. Call them today, 401-521-0200. Make Henry Oil, make the switch. Make Henry Oil your reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery company. 401-521-0200. Residential, commercial, fuel oil delivery, fuel oil, diesel, gasoline, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. It's Henry Oil, serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Call them today, 401-521-0200. Remember, with Henry Oil, automatic delivery, budget plans, service contracts, lock and cap pricing. Check out their website, henryoil.com, or call them today, 401-521-0200. Henry Oil. Since 1947, they have a great family history and they are just terrific. You can depend on Carmine and Lori and the great folks at Henry Oil. Call them today, 401-521-0200. Check them out online at henryoil.com. Residential and commercial fuel oil delivery, service contracts, budget plans, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery, serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass., it's Henry Oil. Call them 401-521-0200 this winter. I'm asking you to switch to Henry Oil online at henryoil.com. Brothers Disposal. Call them today, 401-688-0517. Brothers Disposal. Look for them on Facebook. They have a great page, yellow and purple, Laker colors. Brothers Disposal. They'll put a dumpster in your driveway. Maybe are you doing a small household construction project or maybe some project around your home? Call Brothers Disposal. Let's get a dumpster in the driveway. Or maybe you're deciding to do a little bit of a fall clean out, get rid of some of your unwanted belongings. Folks, whether it's in the garage, the basement, or the attic, call Brothers Disposal today. 401-688-0517. They'll put a dumpster in your driveway. Come on, brother. With Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517.